Welcome once again to another fantastic episode of the Business Creators Radio Show. We help business creators like you win at the game of business and marketing so you can thrive from your intersection of your brilliance and your passion and make a difference for your community, market, and audience. Please take a moment and visit our website, www.businesscreatorsradioshow.com. You'll find hundreds of episodes covering a breadth and depth of topics relevant to you as a business creator and links to subscribe via your favorite network so you get fresh episodes delivered straight to you. And now, here's today's episode. Let's get started. My name is Adam Homey. I am your host, and I am honored by your wise decision to tune in and invest in yourself today. Once again, the Business Creators Radio Show comes to you from my sumptuous Las Vegas balcony. And we have a from-the-field feeling that's going to be especially pertinent today is we're going to be having a from-the-field sort of conversation. Today's guest is going to be a very interesting person, and I want you to imagine yourself sitting and listening in on a private mastermind conversation where you have your pad of paper and two pens out to capture those aha moments that will naturally arise as you form questions about what you're about to discover. Our guest today is named Jonathan Rosenfeld. He's an attorney in Chicago, Illinois, concentrating in cases involving serious injury and wrongful death. Mr. Rosenfeld is the founder of Rosenfeld Injury Lawyers, LLC, where, oh, let's see, where he has managed to consistently grow his business 10 to 20% annually in the wake of additional competition and headwinds from the COVIDian era. At a time when other law firms are struggling to stay afloat, Mr. Rosenfeld continues to expand his law practice into emerging areas and help stabilize his revenue in uncertain times. So this is where you're going to, as a listener, get to see a from-the-field perspective. He's going to speak about online marketing, organic website development and content, and more. And you're going to get to see this from from the perspective of somebody who's in the trenches, actually doing it, making it happen as the client and as the person who runs the business themselves. So this is a perspective we don't get to see on this show very often. One of the reasons I really wanted to have him on when he requested to join us. So Jonathan Rosenfeld, come on in. The weather's fine. I appreciate it. Thank you for, uh, for having me. I look forward to talking with you. Absolutely. So before we dive in, and I know you gave us a lot of talking points you'd like us to cover in our, in our conversation here today, let's start by having you tell us a bit about your journey and what's brought you to where you are today, serving business creators from your intersection of your brilliance and your passion. Sure. Well, you know, I am an attorney, uh, but before I became an attorney, uh, I was a, uh, you know, honestly, I was a pretty average uh, student. I went to uh, to college, Uh, I swam in college, swam in high school, swam in college, still swim. Uh, and I originally, I started college. I was in the, uh, uh, business school at, uh, at Lehigh. And, um, unfortunately one of the first things they make you do, uh, in business school when, uh, when I was there was a lot of computer programming, uh, things that I had no background in. So I quickly switched to what I thought would be an easier, uh, major for me. I became studied journalism and graduated with a journalism degree. And my parents looked at me and they said, that's pretty worthless. Uh, you're going to law school. And I said, 
okay, I don't have any other plans. So I went to law school and I went to um, Chicago Kent in, uh, in Chicago and I did fairly average at, uh, at Kent and I did not have any uh, large law firms banging down my door. Uh, and I wound up actually getting a, a clerking job after I think it was my first year of law school um, working at a personal injury law firm. And I had no background in personal injury, didn't know anything about it. Frankly, it was pretty much the only, only option at that point. And long story short is I, I started to see um, sort of the business aspect of personal injury law. And I saw how, you know, cases were brought into the law firm, um, you know, worked up and resolved. And I also, I saw, you know, a, what a lot of people don't see, which is sort of the behind the scenes um, workings of a law firm where, you know, ultimately, you know, you could be the best lawyer in the world, but if you don't have a stream of business, um, you're not going to do very well. And, but it was something that I really, I sort of, I, it just really resonated with me. Um, it was a type of work that I saw a real purpose towards. Um, you know, there was obviously someone was coming to you because of a, you know, typically a tragedy uh, where they may have been seriously injured, their, you know, family member may have died in, a, in an accident. Um, and you were actually were really doing a service for the person. And at the same time, I also, you know, liked the fact that there was a real entrepreneurial aspect to it, that it wasn't just sitting at a desk, filling out hours, you know, marking your time, that there was a real, you know, beginning, middle and end for, for things. And that there was a real incentive uh, to really bring in business. You know, everything in the personal injury world is done on a contingency fee basis. So it's sort of a eat what you kill um, uh, setup. And, you know, again, that was just something that resonated with me from, you know, my days as a swimmer, as, you know, competition, you know, ultimately uh, it was something that was just really ingrained in me. So, you know, I went to law school, finished law school, worked at a few different uh, law firms, different personal injury firms in the, in the city. Uh, I basically bounced around quite a bit. You know, ultimately I knew early on that I did not want to be working for anyone. I wanted to be my own boss, do things my way. And um, yeah, I don't, I don't know, probably. So anyway, that, uh, fast forward, I don't know, um, I guess about 12 years ago after working at, in different, you know, law firms and, you know, having a, a law partner, um, I decided just to go on my own. And, uh, you know, looking back, it was one of the best decisions I've made. Uh, and I don't have any regrets. So that's where we are. Well, that's fantastic. So let's get into a little bit of what you want to uh, share. You gave us a number of talking points in the green room, and we may do these in the exact same order. We may take a couple of uh, different interesting turns. Uh, but let's start by backing up one step. Uh, you know, you, you know, are primarily, as I understand it anyway, a practicing attorney and the founder of a law firm. So what drives you to want to share on this or online marketing topic specifically? Uh, There's so many to do it, but what drives you? Well, you know, I guess one of the things that I've really gotten out of, out of online marketing and, 
and sort of the business side of, of things is really, uh, it, it's something that they don't teach you in law school. It's something that they don't teach you in, you know, whether you're a doctor, a dentist, a, a yoga teacher, any type of small business um, owner, you know, ultimately, you know, you could be fantastic at what you do, um, you know, professionally, but unless you are bringing in business and consistently doing it, you know, through the ups, the downs, the different cycles, um, it's, it's awfully stressful. And, you know, I hope that if someone is operating a, a small business or medium sized business, um, what they can sort of, you know, learn or what they can sort of maybe I may be able to, uh, uh, perhaps inspire them a little bit is to sort of look out and sort of start thinking about increasing their their sources of of revenue and increase their different streams of business. Um, ultimately, you know, there's a lot of very smart, uh, extremely talented people in every profession, which is great. But from a, a personal satisfaction perspective, I, I've I find, and I've, you know, the people that I surround myself with, um, you know, when you're able to generate business, um, it makes things a lot smoother um, and it makes you sleep better at night and it makes, you know, makes you happier. I do practice law. Um, however, I also spend a significant part of my time you know, on the, on the business aspect of things and the business generation uh, side of, of, of the law. And, you know, ultimately it provides me sort of a little bit of a diversification in terms of my interests and in terms of my, you know, my skills. Um, like I said, I mean, there's plenty of excellent, excellent trial attorneys out there. Am I going to be the best trial attorney? Probably not. Okay. Am I going to be a, you know, uh, differentiate myself and really be, you know, create a, a solid business by, you know, investing in the business side of things. Absolutely. And that's sort of one of the, the things that I learned early on. Uh, and that's still something that I, I sort of hold true, uh, to, uh, today. Absolutely. I am with you a thousand, a thousand percent. So, what do you, I guess, what are some of the successes and also some of the challenges you found when it comes to the online marketing side of a law firm? Here, let, me, let me explain to you part of the reason I ask that question. What I found when it comes to attorneys, and I've needed to hire a few over the years, I mean, a lot of us have, is they're, an attorney in many cases is the type of practitioner who... Up until you need them, you don't need them. But when you do need them, you need them right now. And folks will often be reaching out for an attorney when they're in a moment of some sort of heightened state where there's urgency, where there's uncertainty. And how do you, and what are some of the things you found most effective to creating that brand awareness that you will absolutely get that call when that person in need of an attorney or legal assistance is reaching out? Well, you're absolutely right. I mean, no one, you know, in my, in my world, no one goes to work and expects to have an accident. You know, right. no one, no one's driving down the street and is saying, oh, well, 
today I'm going to get in a car accident, you know, I'll put, I'll knock off the next uh, week or so, you know, obviously these are things that come up, you know, you can't plan for them. Uh, You know, they create havoc in your life, physically, emotionally, financially. And that's something that I really try to, to empathize with. And, you know, obviously, you know, I guess to, to begin with, um, you know, we are, when, when I say we're available 24 seven, uh, it's pretty much 24 seven, uh, either myself, one of my associates, uh, one of my office staff, uh, members is really available, uh, to return a call, to return an email, return a text, almost any 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Uh, and that's something that we do because we recognize that people, um, you know, need our, our services, number one. And number two, um, frankly, the squeaky wheel gets a grease. You know, the, uh, if you don't return the call on Sunday morning, uh, they're going to move on to the next guy or the next yeah. woman. woman. Uh, and that's just something that, you know, I try to ingrain uh, in my staff and, it's just, it's one of those, again, it's one of those things that you just, you can't teach someone, you know, you either get it or you don't. Um, I'm fortunate that the people I work with, um, they get it. And, you know, I, look, the last thing in the world I want to do sometimes, you know, after a long day is uh, return a call at, at seven or eight o'clock at night, but that's, <laughs> that's, that's part of the deal. Um, and so, you know, I recognize that and that's just, that's just part of my life, uh, at this point now, in terms of, you know, sort of, you know, being the person that, um, the person calls or the family calls, that's, that's sort of the, you know, the never ending, uh, saga, if you will. Um, you know, one of the things that, you know, you have to realize is that in any business, whether it's law, medicine, any kind of service industry in particular, um, there's a lot, there's a lot of competition. And frankly, there's a lot of people who, uh, you know, they try to sort of replicate what others are doing and they just sort of, you know, honestly, there's so many different um, lawyer websites and everything that I have a hard time telling a lot of them apart. They're all look, they all look fairly generic. They're all pretty, you know, uh, you know, pretty plain Jane, pretty white bread. Uh, and there's nothing really to this differentiate them. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, what I'm doing is, is necessarily earth shattering or, or anything, but what I will tell you is that we tend to have substantially more content, uh, and more thorough content than the majority of people. And, and it's something that we spend quite a bit of time, quite a bit of money on uh, in terms of investing in content. And um, that is something that I've found that um, people, I've spoken to countless clients um, and they'll, they may say, you know what, I was looking at you know, your office and I was looking at you know, Joe Schmo's office uh, and at the end of the day, I decided to call you because not only I, I was running different searches and I was seeing your, not just your main, you know, if you're in a car accident, I wasn't just seeing the main car accident page. I was seeing material on frequently asked questions. I was seeing 
material on different types mm -hmm. of injuries. I was seeing material on different insurance companies. And after seeing all that material, I said, oh my gosh, I got to call this guy up. Um, and I can't tell you how many times I hear that um, day in, day out. And so that's something that, you know, ultimately we spend quite a bit of time on. So uh, that's something that has really positioned us to, to get those calls. Absolutely. I, that's, that's, that's really good stuff. So now the next thing I'm curious about is, and again, we can go a little bit beyond the online marketing thing, but first of all, what specific strategies have you found? Uh, I mean, whether it's blogging, whether it's podcasting, whether it's webinars, whether it's live chat, what are some of the specific things you found that have worked best for you in terms of creating what you just described? Well, I, I think in today's world, I think the customer, and, and again, in any business, um, is becoming much more sophisticated than they were, you know, you know, certainly five, 10 years ago. Uh, today, I think people are really doing much more research, much more legwork. Um, you know, they're obviously they're looking at uh, reviews from, uh, from prior clients. They're, they're looking at different websites. They're trying to get as much information as possible. Um, and usually by the time uh, someone decides to contact you, uh, they, they've spent some time on the computer. Um, you know, back in the old days, there used to be the yellow pages where people used to just flip through the yellow pages if they needed a, a dentist uh, uh, or if they needed a, a florist, they would just flip through the yellow pages. And, you know, I don't know. I, I really don't know what would differentiate uh, the, the different people who are advertising. Um, you know, maybe they like the, the smile on someone someone's face a little bit more than the next person, but the end of the day, it was just sort of a, a mishmash. Um, and today, I think the people, you know, are really becoming increasingly sophisticated. They're doing the research, they're reading the material uh, for the most part. Um, and so, when it comes to that, you know, we're doing podcasts, we're doing, you know, videos, uh, we are doing, you know, social media, we're doing. Uh, you know, paid search, we're doing organic search. So it's not just uh, one channel and one, you know, singular method of, of getting people uh, into that funnel, that sales funnel, but it's, it's sort of a everything. Um, you know, uh, people are, you know, they may spend, you know, especially for some uh, more complex cases, they may spend uh, a days or weeks or months looking into the topic before they decide to to pick up the phone and the more irons you have in the fire you know it's just it's a, it, to a certain extent it's a numbers game and you're just positioning yourself a little bit better than the next person uh when it comes to having someone pick up the phone so uh we use we use honestly everything and anything um we've we do in-person marketing as well. You know, we'll go out, we'll do some sponsorships in the community. You know, we'll give away uh, clothes, back to school material. Uh, you know, we've, we've gone to construction sites and given away, uh, you know, lunches for construction workers. Um, there's, no, there's no one thing that, that, that works. Um, it's sort of a collective approach.
That's great. That's awesome. Now, what I want to do is I want to, actually, since we have a little bit of time here, I want to take a little bit of more of a holistic approach to business as well, since we have a little bit of extra time. Now, one of the things that we were chatting about very briefly that I'd love for you to expand upon with our listeners is you mentioned that there's something wrong with the current office setup for most professionals. And I was just really intrigued by this. And since we have the time and since this is our show, we can get into this a little bit. I love it. I'm happy to. Let's talk. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah, that's my question. Well, I, you know, I think, I think most professions, frankly, you know, you go to a, uh, you go to school you, for a lot of years, you spend a lot of money and they may teach you the mechanics of, you know, being a doctor, being a lawyer, being a dentist. Um, right. And it's great, but they don't teach you the other side of things, you know, how to get that, those, you know, incorporate those skills into your business. Yeah. And uh, especially, you know, a lot of these professions are sort of old stodgy professions where, you know what, um, they haven't changed a whole lot for the past, you know, 20, 30, 50 years, you know, um, you know, I know dentists who, uh, you know, sort of inherit their practice from their fathers, uh, yeah. and you know, they sort of inherit their, essentially their book of business to a certain degree. And that's great. You know, if it's working for them, God bless them. Uh, however, they don't actively push and grow their business. And I think that a lot of these people are missing out on a tremendous opportunity, uh, not only to increase their revenue, but also increase the quality of their life. Um, you know, if you are a dentist, uh, and I, I don't, I, I can just say you can be a, you can be a lawyer, but if you're uh, any, any profession and you are the one who's sort of the point person who's doing, you know, essentially all the work and, you know, you're, you're going to be capped out at some point with your time and the amount of income you can make. Uh, if you sort of expand, you know, and you start, you know, hiring some people, um, and growing the business. Um, it's, I, I will tell you that I, I've never spoken to anyone in any business who was disappointed about their decision to, to expand, uh, not just from an income perspective, but so they can, you know, attend their, you know, their kids sporting events without feeling completely stressed about, you know, not being in the office or, you know, not, you know, being on the phone. Uh, so that's, that's part of it. But in order to do that, you know, obviously you have to have the stream of business um, available to grow that and to grow that and hire more people. Um, and the way I've found, frankly, that the, there's, you know, a lot of opportunity because most professionals don't spend much time, you know, marketing their businesses. They, they tend to spend a lot of time working on the business, uh, in the business, as opposed to generating, uh, new, new streams of, uh, revenue and, and really increasing their overall footprint. Um, and so one of the things that, you know, I've talked with people in other professions and I can, you know, certainly can speak to lawyers, but, um, you know, blocking out some time, um, out of your day, out of your week and devoting it to 
business development, um, whether it's, you know, whether you want to do it online or not is your prerogative. Um, but really putting time, effort, money into business development is something that, in my opinion, obviously, um, people would be much, much, much better off doing as opposed to, you know, maybe going into the office, you know, on a Saturday or, or working late at night. Um, I'm not saying that I don't do those mm -hmm. things, um, but um, more often than not, uh, if I'm working on the weekends or at night, it's typically I'm working on concepts to grow the business. Absolutely. Absolutely. So here's another, here's another kind of uh, offbeat question. Why do you think there are so many unhappy people in the world? <laughs> oh gosh. I, I, well, I mean, honestly, I think you know, obviously, you know, there's some, there are certain people which, who are inherently unhappy, but the, you know, there's so many, you know, things pulling on people day in, day out, you know, work, family, you know, finances, you know, health, you name it up and down. Um, there's a lot of reasons to be unhappy. Um, you know, when you're stressed, you know, most people, you know, they're, they're, blood pressure increases, they have difficulty sleeping. Um, it goes on and on. And it's sort of a, a, a cycle I, that I see. Um, you know, I think a lot of people feel trapped in their position, you know, they feel a little bit of a, a sense of powerlessness. Um, these are just my observations. Um, I, yeah. I frankly, you know, feel pretty fortunate, very fortunate that I am able to, you know, do a job that I, I genuinely enjoy, uh, operate a business that I genuinely enjoy. I enjoy growing the business. I enjoy, you know, the entrepreneurial aspect of it, you know, and when I'm able to do that and, you know, earn a decent living, it's, it's, it's nice. It's fun. Um, but I think a lot of people are intimidated by, you know, competition. Um, you know, they're intimidated by sort of moving forward, taking a step out of their comfort zone. And, you know, if, if you don't take these chances and you don't push the boundaries a little bit, um, you are gonna, you know, just continue doing the same thing day out. And you're never going to see any kind of change. Um, if you want to change something, you know, you got to go out and take some risks and, and, mix it up a little bit. Um, and that's something that I, you know, it's, is it easy to do? No, but you know, is it easier to do after you sort of make a habit out of it? Of course, like anything, um, you know, business, you know, you get out of it, what you put into it. And, you know, the people who I find to be happier in the business, um, in any business are the people who, um, are really putting their heart, you know, heart and soul into it and uh you know they are, does everything work out no but i think it works out more much more often than uh than someone who's sort of sitting on the sidelines so I, I guess to get get back to your question you know i feel like there's a lot of people out there who are just awfully uh tr they feel trapped they feel somewhat discouraged they, they don't have um maybe the confidence to, to take those initial steps to get out of their comfort zone. Oh, I, I, I got it. I got it. So, so if, let's say you had somebody 
who was looking today. Let's get a little bit back more to the uh, marketing piece of it now that we've uh, delved into a couple other areas. And let's say they didn't have the budget to create something necessarily quite like what you've developed for your law practice. I've had a chance to check out your website and your social media properties. And you can tell these have been done with great care and with great efforts. Let's say somebody is starting out, they can't, don't quite have this little bandwidth, or they just need some place to begin. What recommendation do you have for them as the first thing they should do? Well, you know, I, again, uh, I think baby steps, you know, don't, yeah. don't uh, wake up tomorrow morning and say, all right, I'm going to just bust out and write, you know, 30,000 words of content. Or, <laughs> <laughs> You know, ba baby steps, you know, uh, you know, honestly, one of the best things that people can do in terms of, you know, just sort of getting their name out there is it sounds stupid, but I can't believe how many people don't do it is, you know, if you're tell, tell your friends, tell your family, tell, you know, if someone's at your house, uh, doing work, I, I can't tell you how many, uh, you know, and again, I mean, I tend to, I probably push things a little bit more than than most, but I mean, I've gotten business from, I had a, a air conditioner repair guy at my house over the summer. And I just said, Hey, you know, uh, you know, he's, I, we started talking and I, you know, I just said hi or whatever. And I said, I'm a lawyer and I, you know, I do personal injury work or whatever. If you ever, you know, need an attorney, if you ever get hurt, you know, here's my card. Now, I, you know, there's plenty of people I could give my card to and they just rip it up and, and, you know, throw it in the garbage when they walk out the door. <laughs> but in this situation, you know, when you do spend, you know, a minute, literally a minute, two minutes um, talking to people and, and just being pleasant, you know, to people, um, as it happened, the guy had a situation involving a, a pretty significant, you know, um, medical uh, error that took place with the delivery of his um, daughter. And you know, is that going to be a, you know, monster case? I don't know. Okay. But that's the kind of thing being friendly, get your name out there. Um, if you're a member of, of a club, you know, let the people in the club know, Hey, uh, this is my, this is my business. This is what I do. Um, a lot of people, you know, they may know, um, you know, Hey, um, John Smith is a lawyer, but they don't know that he does, you know, divorce work or they don't know the type of work that he does. So I, I guess initially, one of the things that you can do is just letting people know and spending a, you know, a minute, you know, I used to go when every time I, when I lived in the city, uh, every time I'd get in a taxi cab, um, you know, I guess this, this shows how old I am, but uh, uh, I would, I would give them, you know, I'd pay for my, my taxi and I'd give them a card, give them five cards. Uh, and just getting your name out there like that, you know, that's, that's the, those are like little steps that you can take. They don't cost anything, um, to get your name out there. Um, ultimately, you know, if you do decide, you know, frankly, at this point, there's no excuse for, if you are, if you have any business and you don't have a website, um, I, I don't know where to begin, but at this point in today's day and age, um, with the different websites out there, you know, uh, WordPress or whatever, you can get a, a website for very, very, very inexpensive. Um, 
and you can write the content yourself. You can post the content yourself. Um, it doesn't, you know, obviously it's your time, but if you think about the, you know, the type of questions uh, that, you know, your clients ask and you start, just start with a, uh, a set of frequently asked questions. Um, that's a great starting point. Um, does, you know, obviously all, everything today is sort of, it's evolving and, you know, just, but I think taking those initial steps today or tomorrow is really going to start moving you in the direction uh, of having a real business and having a, a real thriving business. So um, I, I guess at the end of the day, uh, it's not one thing, it's everything. A couple things come to mind with what you shared, and I'm going to do these in reverse order. You're absolutely correct that acquiring a website is not the thing that it used to be maybe 10 years ago, especially not 20 years ago. You can easily create a very nice website for whatever whatever you're doing, whether you're, you have a law firm or whether you have a medical practice, whether you have a consulting agency, whether you have a, 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 a produce store, whatever it is, you can create a website for it. And you can go to websites like ThemeForce is one of my favorites, and you can find a pre-designed theme for almost anything or something you can adapt into almost anything. And most of these, these are called WordPress themes. They're like designs and you install them after you install WordPress. All you do at that point is you can log into the control panel and most of them will let you change the fonts, change the colors, do some differences with the design. Some of them are widget based so you can do some really creative things. One of my favorites is called Avada, A-V-A-D-A. -A -A. It's what, what I use for most of my websites and what we use for clients of our podcast reach system. You can put all that together and then get a logo done for a few hundred bucks and a really nice one for a few hundred bucks actually that will give you what you need to... And again, I advise you to do more than maybe $15. Put a few hundred dollars into it. You can afford it. Like, for example, uh, Jonathan, when I look at your website and I see your logo, the Rosenfeld Injury Lawyers LLC logo in the upper left-hand corner, I see how that R in Rosenfeld is turned kind of blue, and it has a little plus sign on it, sort of like you're referring to medical, medical malpractice, because you deal with that and personal injury. So it uses... It's just a real simple little slight of hand and a little psychological trick that gets people thinking about the space of being in a medical situation needing help getting out of that. So I believe you did that intentionally. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think that may have cost, I don't know, $50. I mean, we're not, this you, is not you, did, you did even better than I, than I thought. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, there, you know, I, 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 you know, I used to, I've got a lot of people who, who do things in house, but you know, really you can go online. You know, I, I still am a huge fan of like sites like Upwork, you know, you can get a graphic designer, you can get content, you know, writers, you can get honestly anything and everything that you could possibly need um, without you know, making a huge investment and without making a huge commitment in terms of bringing on someone with a salary and everything else, there's a ton and ton of different options out there. Um, one of the things Great. that I always 
you know, tell people to do is if you are interested in going that route, you know, obviously start small, you know, if you're looking at hiring someone for graphic design or, or content writing or, or anything, you know, give them a little, little test project, you know, hire, instead of hiring, you know, one person, hire four people, five people, and have them all do different little test uh, projects, you know, inherently, there's going to be some that are going to be better than others. And, you know, at that point, you can make a determination as, you know, if that's someone that you want to work with uh, longer term, but, you know, these are, you know, they're not huge investments. Um, ultimately, you know, does it cost something? Of course, you know, you're never going to get, you know, something for nothing. Uh, right. And, and, you know, but there's an awful lot of, you know, skilled people out there who are willing to do work, you know, in different fields, you know, um, like these uh, Upwork, I'm sure there's a zillion different sites similar um, that, you know, they're all over the world, you know, and you can get some very skilled people to help you with whatever project that you have. Um, and that's something that, you know, honestly, I don't know, I, I'm not that old, I'm 47, but um, I, I, I sort of feel like it's sort of a younger person's, younger people are more comfortable with that, with the gig, you know, setup. Um, yeah. But, you know, you can, you know, regardless of how old you are, you can be a dinosaur. It's, it's pretty easy to figure out that platform. Yeah. And, and you bring up a good point too. You can use uh, sites like Upwork and uh, if 99 designs is still around, that's another one. And if you want to have like a logo done, you can actually hire five people at the same time to each work on a logo that can shortcut your creative process by getting five different minds involved in it. And yeah, pay them all, pay them all 50 bucks because your worst case scenario is you were looking at about 250 to $300. That was my number for a logo. And think of it as you just paid for five different variations of a design and went through revisions. Yeah. And you know what? It's, it's worth it. You know, uh, you know, anything, any action to me is better than sitting on your butt and, yeah. you know, waiting, uh, waiting I just in any business, you know, time is sort of not your friend. Uh, you just got to keep moving and just keep, you know, grinding. Um, a lot of people just sort of, I, I don't know what they do. They just sit and hope, uh, pray. I don't, I don't know if that it's never worked for me. Um, <laughs> maybe I just have bad luck, but, uh, you know, just keep working, trying new things and, and plugging along. Yeah. I got another one for you here. And this goes back to some of your comments on the previous question. It, getting out there and just telling people, about your business. I can understand how a lot of our listeners may have heard that and said, oh, so now I have to hit up my dentist, my grocer, uh, my pediatrician, my cat sitter, uh, the people who run the tanning salon. I got to tell them all of them a lawyer now. Uh, well, that I agree that that can be tedious and it feels like you're going to be constantly looking for reasons to tell people that you're a lawyer and what kind or a doctor or a dentist or a painter or you just hung out your shingle where you're selling arts and crafts whatever there's a tactic that we teach our clients in our podcast reach system when we go through the host training and i also gained this from one of my 
coaches, one of my longtime coaches, Captain Jim Palmer, the dream business coach. And he covered this in some of his Dream Business Academy events. It's called seed-based marketing. I'm not sure if he invented that title. It's probably, it's probably already coined. But the gist of it is, is you find ways to work discussion about your business into everyday conversation. So, for example, if you were to enter conversation with somebody, you might say, hey, what's up, man? Not much. Oh, come on. Leave out the not much. You're doing something. So, hey, what's up, man? Well, I'll tell you what, it's been quite an interesting day. Uh, I started very early this morning. I had a, I had a, you know, rescheduled till Wednesday, but I'm really looking forward to it. I had a, a call scheduled with a prospect who's probably going to join our podcast reach program. I'm really excited about getting this new client. Then I did my usual client calls. I have three clients I meet with every Monday morning without fail. And then this afternoon, I've been doing interviews for my two podcasts. So it's been quite a day, and I'm on my last one right now. As soon as I finish up with Mr. Rosenfeld here, I think I'm going to go grab a cigar and uh, maybe uh, maybe even have a beer later. Now, of course, that would be A&W or Hires or Dads. I'm talking root beer. Now, see what I did there? I did. Just by, I did. Talking, I like about, just by talking about my day, I put out so many seeds. I was... I was uh, texting with, well, candidly, one of my female interests here a little bit earlier, and I mentioned, I'll chat with you later. I got three podcasts to do. And uh, by, before, I had my, before I had a chance to turn my phone off so the text didn't interrupt us doing this interview, she had three questions about it. I well, just mentioned I do podcasts. She had three questions. And these were good questions, like, like, who's your audience? Do you do these live, and how long are they? So imagine the possibilities. You just learn to naturally do this. I have one other quick example, and I know you have something to share. When I first joined my, my local Rotary a couple of years ago, I had my – they give you a badge. You, have, you wear it at the meetings. And mine said consulting because that's what I had to say at the time. So I'd have these people coming up to me at the Rotary meetings – and they would say, they'd look down at the name tag, then looked up at me and they'd say, without even any preamble, so uh, what kind of consulting do you do, uh, Alan? Oh, I'm sorry, Adam. And my usual answer would be, what does it matter? The reason I say that is because it doesn't matter what kind of consulting I do until I know if I can be of service to you. I need you to tell me about you. I had the name tag changed a few months in to author slash speaker. And this was after Groundhog Day is an event, not a business strategy, hit the Amazonian bookshelves. And I decided to lean more on me being both an in-person and virtual public speaker as part of the branding. Now the conversation is slightly different. So they'll say, oh, your book, what kind of book do you have there if you're an author? Well, I'll tell you about my baby all day long. So it's a matter of finding things that are interesting to talking about to talk about. Because if you ask me about my book, I can tell you about business consulting. I can tell you about helping people launch their podcasts. I can go whatever direction it needs to go in. So think about a combination of working, just mentioning things in a low-key way about your business every day in your everyday conversation so it's natural, and then also putting your hooks out there in such a way so that people ask you interesting questions that you are excited to answer. You know, I think those are, are great tips for people. And, and the only thing I would even remotely try to add to that is just be nice to people. Uh, yeah. You know, you know, being an asshole, uh, I'm sorry, I don't <laughs> know if you're like, uh, but you know, uh, 
being genuinely being nice to people, um, you know, people like nice people, uh, and they may see, you know, 10, 20, I don't know, different people who may have the same, you know, profession, uh, as you have, but yep. you know, if you're decent to them, if you're civil, if you, you know, if you're, if you say hi, if you smile a little bit, um, those are just little things. And again, is that going to be, you know, are you going to have a, a, you know, a never ending monster, you know, amount of work because of your smile? No. But if you're, if you sort of do these little things, you know, though that's, that can be sometimes enough to move the needle. Um, and, you know, just if you're a member of a, like, you know, a, a different club or something like that, just, you know, throw it out there occasionally, you know, if you, if you go to a gym or something, you know, let the, you know, it's not like you're going to have to go sit at the water cooler and be like, Hey, you know, here are my cards, but yeah. Um, you know, in fact, you in know, fact, I, in fact, I'll kind of not recommend that approach <laughs> until, until you know that they're, they've got a, a significant case. No, I'm joke. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but the, the point is, is that, you know, putting yourself out there, you know, they're even joining, um, you know, a networking group. Uh, you know, a lot of people say, ah, it's a waste of time. You know, I don't have time for it. I don't want to wake up earlier. I got other things I need to do. But the truth is, is that even if it doesn't directly, um, you know, give you a business, um, I guarantee you that you, if you go to just a couple networking group meetings, you will meet someone who at some point will be in a position to help you or help your business. Um, and those are just little things that don't cost anything. You know, it's just a matter of, you know, being disciplined enough to just do it. Yeah, precisely. So as we wrap up here, cause we're near the top of the hour. Uh, one final question I'd like to ask you, Jonathan is, I know that in a moment we're going to share an invitation for people to check you out and engage with you. So this isn't actually what I'm asking. In general, what action would you like our listeners, what one action would you urge our listeners to take as soon as they finish streaming this episode today? Uh, I think that probably just to block out some time for themselves to look at their business um, and look at that you know, in a realistic way and think about maybe write down a few things, two, three things that they want to accomplish in the next year. Um, I'm a big, you know, big fan of goal setting and, and writing things down, no matter how stupid they may seem and how basic they may seem, uh, writing things out uh, tends to have a great impact. So, you know, taking, you know, some time to plan, you know, we're already at the end of 2021 can't believe it but uh writing some things out now to get accomplished next year um can go a long way towards sort of getting your uh you know your mind in uh aligned with um you know your, your goals so those are sort of it sounds sort of wishy-washy but that's sort of uh i guess sort of the first step in any anything whether you decide to do web marketing or different different routes that's sort of the first step yeah absolutely so for those of you who would like to engage with you further who would like to discover more uh tell us how they go about that what they have to look forward to once they do well 
take a look at the website, rosenfeldinjurylawyers.com. Uh, you can look it up on uh, YouTube, Rosenfeld Injury Law. Uh, if you Google personal injury podcast, uh, you can find me there. Um, but, you know, if anyone has any questions, wants to connect, I look forward to it. Um, it was great talking with you. You've got some great uh, insights and uh, it was fun. Absolutely. So once again, Jonathan Rosenfeld, thank you for being with us today. It's been an honor and believe me in education. We trust you enjoyed today's episode of the Business Creators Radio Show. Check out our previous and upcoming episodes on our website at www.businesscreatorsradioshow.com. While you're there, be sure to subscribe via your favorite network so you get fresh episodes delivered straight to you. Until next time, have a great day. Take care.